Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there and welcome to the post-match reaction live from the car because Tommy, frankly, it's <laughs> far too cold uh, it's outside. It's absolutely freezing out there. Freezing. Yeah. It's freezing in here as well, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was an executive decision that was made. Um, but yeah, Rangers have drawn 1-1 with Aris Lamassol uh, at home uh, in the penultimate group game in the Europa League. Tommy, i just get your overall thoughts on, on that performance. First thing first, Land Rover, make better heaters for your car, right? Because this is cold. Uh, well, I think, you know, there's disappointment from everybody. We were told this was a big month. We, we came through a disappointment of the, the Aberdeen result. And then you come into what is, with the best will in the world, the weakest team in, in this group, in Aris. And they've picked up four points, all from us. And, you know, they're delighted with that point as well. Actually, their manager was saying in the post-match press conference that they felt that they should have, they should have won it. Yeah. It's another time when the chips were down and there was something really to play for and the team haven't haven't delivered. And it was a it was a poor performance. We were kinda of in amongst bits of it, but we need to we need to talk about another poor, poor goal that's just reminiscent of Aberdeen and Celtic, etc. Yeah, we can touch on that. Yeah, straight through the middle. Um look, I think the the first big talking point of the game that we'll come to, apart, apart from Limassol scoring, um, which was a, a woeful goal to concede as you said. In fact, we'll just talk about it. Straight <laughs> I know. It's, it's almost like we planned this, isn't it? Right, the ball. I'm so cold that I have no idea what's in the agenda anymore. That, that's, to be honest, that's probably a good thing. But, like, um, yeah, the, the ball straight through the middle. It's a game we've, we've seen, uh, sorry, a goal we've seen in the old firm. It's a goal we saw last week against yeah. Aberdeen. Straight through the middle. And um, to be fair, the boy Babika, he, he took it well around Jack Butland. But, we should really be stopping that goal at source. Yeah, I mean, I think it's Todd Cantwell that loses it initially up the up the park, and um, and then it, yeah, it's a simple, it's a relatively simple straight ball right through. And as you say, I'm not going to duplicate. I mean, it's, it is a nice finish because he does take a little bit of calmness into the box, doesn't thrash at it, he goes round Butland mm-hmm. and all that. But you know, it's the same thing, and you're just looking for a bit of communication. But if you've got two different sets of you know, centre backs because you know Goldson in there and your Davies, and now you've got Suter as well. 
is it more than just communication? Is it a setup and a positioning thing? Are they told to sit slightly wider or whatever? But teams are evidently going after that. They know that there's a gap there and they're trying to trying to get it. So, you know, um, Philippe Clement was speaking in the, the post-match press conference. I don't know why I've just pointed there because he's not sitting in the back seat. Are you? No, <laughs> definitely not. Right, and that, um, that's going to be great for the people who are listening to this on audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, right. But in terms of he was talking it, listen, we'll keep analysing it. It's a it's a stupid goal to lose and we don't expect to... He looked fairly frustrated yeah. uh, and he, he was saying, I don't expect to keep to keep losing that, we will change it. Yeah, I think that's the, as you said, the angriest of, I've seen him post-match. You could tell that that one hurt. Um, a player you touched on there, I was maybe going to come on to, to talk about him later. Not featured tonight. Connor Goldson, how much did we miss him, do you think? Because I know we touched on it when we were having a chat pre-match that he talks, he is one yeah. of the guys that uh, corrals people and, and communicates. Did we miss that communication from the, the centre of defence tonight? Yeah, I think I think we did. I mean, lots of people have lots of different opinions about Connor Goldson and we all know that he can he can make a howler sometimes and he's got a tendency to make that howler and then look around for somebody else to point at, right? Yeah. Um, but... I don't think anybody would say that he's not the best centre-back at the club. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot of different things to that in terms of being a, a leader and being a, communication, a communicator and you know sorting out the back four sometimes. Uh, that obviously... But then again, he was part of that centre-back pairing that lost lost the goal as well. So that's why I come back to it. Is it a positioning thing? Is it a, right, you're supposed to pick a man off, you know, the manager wants them to play a certain way or trying to get them out of playing a certain yeah, way, yeah. I should say. But yeah, I mean, I think he's still the best defender uh, at the club and of course we're going to miss him and I think he was missed tonight to be fair though I mean I don't think Sutton and Davies were terrible or anything like that uh, shout out to I think you did this quite a lot in the gantry Borna Barisic who yeah, stood up to a lot of challenges yeah. um, but yeah listen to answer your question directly yes we missed Conor Goldson yeah I, I think so I, I totally take your point there in terms of he was uh, you know playing in that old firm playing against the Aberdeen um, game so yeah it'll be really interesting to see if we bring in a new centre half in uh, January, that, that's all I'll say about that. Um, but the next big talking point came around 36 minutes. A bit of debate post-match after it about why Cantwell was, was hooked. I like managers being decisive like that. Yeah. I know there was a, a fair bit of criticism. You know, Obviously, Clement came out post-match and said he wasn't hugging the touchline enough. I think there was maybe a bit of verbals between him and uh, Clement and Cantwell at some point as well. But what did you did you make of that that decision and are you happy that a manager who has been on record in saying that he doesn't like making substitutes until 60 minutes made a substitute at 36 minutes well it shows that he wasn't he wasn't too happy and i think i mean i'm not a big fan of um booing substitutions and stuff like that. Although i do think the majority of people in the stadium were booing the fact that they saw Cantwell come off and not lammers yeah. I, I think that's where most people's heads were at but yeah as you say um philippe Lamont referenced it in the press conference of Listen, I know Todd Cantwell's better as a number 10, he's better in that central position. I've, I've been asking him to play out of position, mm -hmm. and he's been doing that. We needed more width, which is why McCausland came on. The telling part to your verbals back and forward was, he said, I'd, I'd said this a couple of times to Todd, <laughs> and I wasn't really getting what I wanted, so no equivocation. There's, I've told you, I've told you again, I've given you a third chance, you're not doing what I want, I'm going to change you. <laughs> so it's not a bad wee warning to the rest of the squad, but I don't think it was certainly... Uh, Philippe Clement was trying to make it very clear it wasn't a case of there's daggers drawn between me and Todd Cantwell yeah. it was I'm asking you to play him out of position he wasn't really doing what I was asking for him in this game right I'm going to bring in McCausland 
that kind of worked. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think it was fair enough. It, it's it, it's hard to criticise the decision after McCausland coming on and scoring the goal. I think I'll, I'll open the conversation up a bit. You touched on it there. Would you say that perhaps taking Lammers off, shifting Cantwell to the middle and having um, McCausland out wide, would, would that have been a bit more suited to the system and the personnel that was on the pitch? I would have thought so. I think most people probably probably agree with that. Uh, but evidently the manager sticks by his decisions. He's seen something in Lammers that he wants him there. Um, maybe it was a little bit of shot of a, across the bows of Cantwell as, as well. Of, You're yeah. not listening to me, so therefore you don't get a second chance in this game. I'm going to take you off. But, I mean, ultimately, Philippe Clement and his staff, much like Michael Beale and his staff before him, I'll see. Yeah, there we go. I've mentioned. And that's that's not a shudder because it's cold. But yeah, anyway. yeah exactly. <laughs> Remember, Michael Michael Beale beat Betis as well. Oh, so um, there we are. But um, uh, you know, they, they've seen something in Lammers. Now I don't think any of us see it right. In that he's not he's not dangerous. He's not doing enough. But they keep playing him at the expense of Todd Cantwell. That's yeah. a that's an interesting conversation in itself. Yeah. Right. That it's continually Todd Cantwell that's asked to go outside and play in a non-natural position. And you think, okay, so are they either saying that, well, one, they're saying they want Lammers on the pitch, and then two, they're saying they want Lammers central and they're willing to to give up a central Todd Cantwell. So is that because Lammers just can't play out wide, much like he's not playing centrally to any great degree as well? Or that they see something that they think Sam Lammers will eventually come good? Yeah, it is interesting that that's two managers now that have persevered with Lammers. And yeah. given do not come after me in the comments yeah. for that. I am not backing Sam well, Lammers. Well, think about given the amount of players that we have in that ten position, it, he is the first choice pick over Lawrence. Over I know he talked about Lawrence come back from injury over Cantwell. Uh, the 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 man over at Alaves Hadji. It'll be interesting to see what what his contract yeah. situation is. Uh, I think that I think that just to be clear on that I, I think that landscape changes when you've got a fully fully fit Tom Lawrence agreed um, I, I think Lawrence has done enough to show that he's got a little bit a little bit more to give in there and Lammers Lammers maybe come, comes out of the team yeah you could see Clement talking about that post-match as well when he said Lawrence perhaps wasn't as decisive as what he normally had yeah. been but yeah I think that was certainly the nod that going forward he will be in that number 10 um, another question that I'll ask you that I saw a lot in the socials were, was that we were carrying too many players tonight the names I saw in particular were Tav Sefuentes uh, and, and, and Lammers I don't think we can afford to <laughs> There was moments of Cifuentes showed positivity, but yeah. then there was he was off it for too much of the game to me. What do you think of that statement about that we were carrying too many players tonight? I think the majority of the team, I would actually put, probably put a lot more names to that, were off the boil. I mean, really, I'm not, I wouldn't give too many pass marks to anybody. You know, I mean, people like Butland did their job and all that, unlucky with the goal, not much he can do when he's that exposed. But then you look about and you go, Ross McCausland comes off the bench, gets the goal, plays really well and energetically. Some of that's through the filter of him being young and you know expectations. I mean, who else are you starting to look at and say, well, there was, there was more than a 6 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10 or anything? The Tav thing, okay, maybe to an extent, I think he was getting quite exposed because the way that um, Aris had set up, um, Kadri was getting quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and they certainly in the first half of coming down, and when Tav was tucking in or coming up the pitch, that was their outball. Because yep. um, they weren't getting any joy out of Borna Barisic to any great degree either. Um, that tightened up a little bit in the second half. And then, you, yeah, Lammers, we've, you know, we've, we've spoken yeah. about him, he's not doing anything. Sifuentes, 
Yeah, again, you're right. I thought he there's shows intent, but for this dynamic attacking forward facing head up midfielder, it's it's really it's really any shell at the moment. There's a lot of misplaced passes, really simple misplaced passes, and yeah. a lack of invention. There was a a moment that was probably telling. First half edge of the box, uh, left hand side, and he's got uh, I think it was Sima who's just ducked in behind or it might have been Danilo who's ducked in behind the, the defender still on side yeah. and instead of dinking a little ball he tries to play an on the ground between six legs <laughs> yeah. and you think that's not going to work and that was mirrored in the midfield where he was getting little touches pulling out of tackles etc I think somewhere there might be a player but it's it's going to have to be discovered and refined by Clement and his staff yeah and very quickly at that and, as and well. very quickly yeah and the, and the other player that I saw, not, not getting a bit of stick, but I think people were expecting a bit more from tonight was, was Danilo up front. I think we were, I think it's only fair that he gets singled, not singled out, but it's highlighted. He had a couple of chances that I think he just, he had to score, to be quite honest. And for five, six million, I think it's got to be better in the, in the Europa League. Yeah, I, th I don't think he's, I, I don't think anybody at this point would say that you look at Danilo, and I think he is a decent player, but I don't think you look at him and you go, he is absolutely clinical. Yeah. He's not. Right, he's he's a, a one in four, he's one in five instinct. Yes, um, but you know, he'd one where there's a bit of a powder puff header. There's one where it comes through to him and he takes an odd touch and then it bounces up and all that. But he had enough. I think he had a couple of chances where, at the minimum, you're looking for him to really work the goalkeeper mm -hmm. so that it's like, oh, that's a decent save. He never really got going with that. It, it worked relatively hard and there were some nice touches and certainly. His play in the first half as he was coming out wide right. Maybe this is one of the reasons why Colomont was getting annoyed at Cantwell. Yeah. But he was coming out wide right and then he was, you know, Seema was, you know, coming in central or just off the left. And some of the play between the two of them, the balls into the box was, was actually quite nice. Some good defending to block them out. But ultimately, yeah, another one that didn't do enough on the night. Yeah, look, I'll I'll try and finish the pod on a positive note. I'll Don't always, go changing. Yeah, I try I try to do it, but look, <laughs> the one positive note that I can take out of tonight was that McCausland scored his debut goal for Rangers at Ibrox. I think it was a, he took his goal really well, and I think overall had a okay. He lost the ball a, a couple of times up out wide right, but you know we had that conversation at Gantry. It was his effort, his endeavour to go and and, and win it back. What yeah. did you make of? Of young Ross McCausland's performance tonight in Ibrox. Yeah, I love all that in terms of. I don't mind players in the forward position losing the ball. It's part and parcel of the game, right? Not every pass is going to end up a killer. Defenders are there for a reason, right? We sometimes, yeah. we sometimes tend to get ourselves in a mindset that our forwards play the game and all the other teams' defenders are static, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not quite like that. Um, but yeah, he's willing to keep going. He doesn't get his head down, and that was. Wasn't and that atmosphere of swung back and forward tonight in, in Ibrox, but he keeps going. He challenges his man. He's direct. He's not scared to go outside and inside. Took his goal fantastically. Well shifted it and then right across the keeper. I think it was on the right hand side of the box. You know, goes across to the left. Um, and yeah, his work ethic was fantastic. Things that we weren't naturally getting from Todd Cantwell. So if you're Philippe Clement, you're looking at it and you go, I'm not being listened to. I need to make a change, and I also want people to see that. I understand people on social media or fans in general saying, right, we'll take Lammers off. Yep. But maybe the wider point to that was, I've asked you to do me a job. Yeah. 
you're not doing it and I've had to come to the sidelines in the technical area and tell you a couple of times and you're still not doing it it's not about shifting it's not about turning my team around about you yeah. it's about you coming off the pitch because yeah, yeah. the manager and, and that's where I think that is yeah no I totally agree and listen McCausland got his chance and I think we touched on it in, on yesterday's pod um, it's Kieran said that you know these youngsters they, they get their chance and it's all about taking them and, and, and I think he's done that Yeah. look I think that just about wraps it up for me I, I think I'll fi finish the pod and saying I'm just so disappointed in that tonight that last 20 minutes of that game we have it in our own hands to guarantee Europa League yep. qualification at the next yep. the knockout phases albeit if it's second in the group I mean we had a realistic good chance of, of finishing top of the group as well taking that over to, to Seville and, and, and having that in our own hands 20 minutes I, I expect better from that from, from Rangers to be honest with you Tommy yeah listen again this squad or members of this squad have been consistent and not taking opportunities that have been presented to them um, both in terms of goal chances but I mean in the wider sense of big moments of get those three points beat Aberdeen keep the momentum going so that's where we are with this particular squad there's going to be more ups and downs uh, I think lack of consistency is probably still going to haunt us between now and the end of the season until there's a, another I mean you can't go through revamp after revamp but we know some players will need to be shifted on it's supposed to be a big month We've not really started it particularly well. I would say everybody really is taking a beat in that it's all eyes on the cup final. Yeah. When the cup final, everything becomes a little bit better. There's a better feeling. We can point to a trophy in there. Philippe Clement gets one on the board early. League's not gone. Everything's still to play for. So, I, yeah, it's an interesting one. And that's where we'll get to the, what do you take League Cup? Or do you take in through in Europe? Or whatever, right? But that's all hypothetical. This has happened, it's disappointing, back to back, disappointing performances. Yeah, we start to look at what else we can do. Um, yeah. It's it's very Rangers, isn't it, to have a, a game against the top seeds uh, away from home in in the Europa League three days before uh, the first league cup final. <laughs> uh, so it's gonna to have to be a strong you know, that's the that's the thing, and Philip Clement was asked this as well, is it, you know, he's gonna to have to play a strong team, strongest team. Yeah. And then he's gonna to have to bring them back. And they'll fly, and then they're going to have to do a light training or whatever that looks like, and then go into another big game. Ultimately, though, it came to Rangers because there was the expectation. Yep. Right, so going away, but it's a team you've beaten at Ibrox, yep. so you know you can beat them in a hostile environment, and then coming back for a cup final. There are players out there who would kill for a club like that, yeah. and that's what these players need to embrace. Yeah, 100%. But listen, I think that just about wraps up on a, a disappointing night. Uh, well, yeah, Rangers. It's a game we should we should win. Let's let's yeah. Um, yeah. face into that. But listen, thanks everybody for joining us. We will be back on Sunday after the St Mirren game. So we'll see you all then. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.